Hello, I'm Scott DuPont with another episode of Finance Your Movie, sharing tips and strategies to help you fund your independent feature, documentary, short film, or web series. Our mission is to empower you to get your money to tell your story. Three things to do when the shit hits the fan. I'm trying to keep on point, only discussing major issues, roadblocks, and challenges regarding film financing specifically. Because if we start talking about filmmaking in general, that's a whole nother can of worms we don't want to open up. So that is not this podcast. So let me share a few examples of what things could go wrong. Perhaps you have a verbal commitment for a large check where a major investor a major investor falls through at the last minute. Maybe after you've taken a few checks, you're digging into your expanded budget deeper and deeper, and you find a $20,000 budget deficit that you didn't account for. Perhaps you lost your incentives or tax credits that you were counting on. Those can really add up too. Uh, Perhaps a crew member bails on you, and this was a crew member who perhaps was going to bring with him or her lots of rental equipment, and this person who bails on you, not only do you have to replace that crew member, but because you're not getting all this extra equipment he or she was bringing, that could cost you an extra $10,000. By the way, as embarrassing as these things are, all three, all of those examples really happened and did happen to me. So, what are the three things you need to do when the shit hits the fan? I'm going to try to keep this really simple. Number one, you need to focus on the potential solution, not the problem. Now, if you have a major problem, like, it's like it hits you in the face, you're pissed off, you're frustrated, you're angry. That's okay. Let, let I mean, that's only a natural reaction. I've, I've had those two. I'm human. It sucks. But what you want to do is don't let that state, that anger, and thinking about the problem last for more than a few minutes. I, I try to give myself a two-minute rule and then I force myself to shift from the problem back to potential solutions. So number one, focus on the potential solutions after you get this mess out of your head. Number two, change your state quickly. So the best thing I always do, if it's something really, really bad happens and I'm in the middle of fundraising for a film, I take a breath, I go take a long walk. Just get some fresh air, get outside, get moving. This is a very simple thing to do. You might have even heard the expression, go take a walk or walk it off. But it really does change your perspective and gets your mind in a more productive place. Number three, this is a biggie. Number three, ask empowering solution oriented questions. Okay, so I'm going to share one of my real examples I just mentioned a minute ago. So I was the idiot producer who 
Um, and this, this translated to the top sheet that was already in the business plan. So I couldn't really go back and change the top sheet drastically. And as I got into my 15 page line item detail budget, somehow I missed 20,000, a $20,000 line item in my budget, which really, really sucks. So a bad question for me to keep asking over and over again, I actually asked this once because I'm human, how could I have been so careless and stupid that I missed that $20,000 in my line item budget? That's what I asked. I was frustrated. I was angry. Now, a good question to ask, a better question to ask, once you get that out of your system, remember, we're going to focus on the potential solution. What solutions can I come up with? How can I shift the budget around so I can make this budget work? Okay, and I kept asking questions like that, kept asking over and over and over. And it took me about a day, a lot of problems you can't solve in five minutes. I slept on it. The next morning I woke up after asking those questions like, what solutions can I come up with? How can I shift the budget around to make this work? So I ended up reducing my contingency uh, from 10 to 5%, which I don't like to do, but I, I did it. Uh, and this was a documentary, so I knew my budget was really, really tight to begin with. Um, I mean, it, it, it was good to begin with, so I didn't, I didn't have too much, you know, stuff in there that would create problems. Um, I trimmed our travel budget, which was doable. And then the third thing I did to fix this $20,000 problem is I took a $5,000 pay cut, which was very, very painful to me. Um, sometimes you can take a pay cut and just write yourself if you get your, uh, producing partner's approval on the back end. But I just said, you know what? This was my mistake. I owed up to it. I'm going to take a, a $5,000 less salary while I'm producing this film. So the, the bottom line here is you just want to, um, just ask really empowering solution oriented questions. Now, if you get in a really, really bad situation, like so bad, you don't even think you'll ever figure something out, here's the best question to ask in that situation. And I got this uh, tip from Tony Robbins years ago. And the question is, if something really, really bad happens and you're just stumped, you want to ask yourself this question over and over again, what will this mean to me in 10 years? What will this problem mean to me 10 years from now? And if you ask that question a couple of times, it totally shifts your mindset. Because in reality, you probably won't even remember this problem in 10 years. Or if you do, in the scheme of your entire life, it's not that big of a deal. Sometimes we make problems huge and much, much bigger than they are in the moment that they actually happen or in the few days right when they happen. So some more advice I'd like to share. When shit hits the fan. If you have one or two other producers on your team, you immediately want to share it with them, obviously, so you're not hiding anything from anybody. But the main reason you want to start uh, alert them immediately is you want to start the group problem-solving process. 
a mastermind, if you will, as soon as possible. And this is a magical process because it's not, not just you asking better questions. It's they're going to ask questions as well. And you put three or four minds together, even two minds. You probably heard the old expression that one plus one does not equal two, but it actually equals three. There's something that can't really be explained when you get a few different producers together with different experiences. Oftentimes, you can come up with a solution even better than you imagined, and you can come up with it very, very uh, quickly. And I've worked with some great producers over the years. Interestingly enough, two of the older producers I worked with, Cam and Andrew, and older in terms of age. Now, I'll, I'll tell this right to their faces. I'm not trying to throw anyone under the bus here. They were not the best producers. In fact, I don't think uh, Cam had ever produced a film in his life, but they were two of the best brainstormers, and they were invaluable in many, many ways along the whole production, especially whenever any problems came up because they'd been around the block. They were older, more experienced gentlemen. Now, we've covered a lot on this podcast about having a coach, a mentor, a veteran producer on your team. And these moments when the shit hits a fan is when it's invaluable to have someone you can reach out to or discuss the problem with, hopefully with more filmmaking experiences. Chances are the more experienced veteran filmmaker if they've been around long enough, they've encountered your exact situation before. Great example of this is on some of my earlier films, uh, 10, 15 years ago, I hired whenever I could, whenever I could fit him in the budget, a supervising producer named Tracy Frankel. He's produced a lot. He's just been associate producer. He's supervising producer. He's line produced. He's been around filmmaking many, many, many more years than I have. And every once in a while, if I came up to a problem, I go, hey, Trace, I got this. And he would say, oh, no worries. I've dealt with that before. So between having one or two people on your team that's just older, more experienced just in the, the ways of life, and also having at least one other producer who's got more filmmaking experience than I do, that's a winning combination. And it's interesting that most successful companies have advisory boards. So I don't know how many films create advisory boards. Sometimes I do on, on some of my films. I don't always. But it's not a bad idea to create an advisory board for your film. And you can do this with a mix of two or three veteran filmmakers, maybe one or two experienced business people like Cam or a creative entrepreneur like Andrew. And the great thing about a film advisory board, it's not a huge time commitment. Really, all you're doing is asking if they can be listed in your business plan. So it, number one, it's attractive to potential investors. And really, you're just going to use them from time to time if you need advice. That's really all there is to it. And the other thing is about a... Um, an advisory board for a film, you don't really, um, it's not like it's going to be like a five or 10 year commitment. You really are only going to have this advisory board for a few years. You know, during the fundraising process, 
during the production process, and then up until you get distribution. After that, you're pretty much set. So unlike a company where if you create an advisory board, that can last for many, many years, or you have to set terms and rotate people on and off the board. So it's really, really simple to do. So recapping this whole episode here, number one, focus on potential solutions. Okay, 99% of your time should be focusing on the solutions, not the problem. Number two, change your state, however you can do that. And number three, ask empowering, solution-oriented questions. And if you do these three things, even in the worst of situations, you will get your film production back on track quicker than expected. Tune in next week, or for more info, visit financeyourmovie.com. Thank you for listening, and remember, if you have a story to tell the world, never give up on your dream. Copyright Nemours Marketing.